Welcome to Solutions OP Clinical Trials Podcast. My name is Olga and I'm the Managing Director of Solutions OP. We are a small team of experienced professionals working on clinical trials in the United Kingdom. I'll use our podcast to discuss hot topics in clinical trials and provide analysis of the latest trends and challenges in pharma and medical device industries, not just in the UK, but globally. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me for this um, uh, next episode of our podcast. Uh, Today, I will be talking about placebo controls in surgical trials. Uh, It's a very interesting topic for me, not just because I'm a member of an ethics committee, but also because we have come across some studies where they use uh, placebo in surgical uh, studies. And um, as you can imagine, it's a kind of controversial topic, you know, in terms of if it's ethical or not and and how that could be uh, set up and how that works. Uh, So today I will be uh, discussing the placebo surgical clinical trials. Uh, So there's a a growing number of of clinical trials, uh, surgical clinical trials that use placebo uh, and This is part of the reason why in 2020, the UK's National Institute of Health Research and Medical Research Council um, uh, brought together an international team of researchers with experience in uh, placebo uh, surgical clinical trials and patients as well uh, to develop uh, the uh, so-called ASPIRE uh, checklist. Uh, so if you're not familiar, ASPIRE uh, is abbreviation for Applying Surgical Placebo in Randomized Evaluations. Uh, there are two publications so far um, from the ASPIRE group, uh, which I strongly recommend if you have time to uh, to review and if you have interest, of course, in, in the topic uh, to review. Uh, so first, we'll we'll talk about um, why use placebo in surgical clinical trials. Uh, maybe that, that's the the first thing that came to me when I uh, uh, came across such study. I was like, why do they do this? Um, apparently, um, one of the, the aspects is uh, to manage patients' expectations. Um, as you can imagine, you know everyone is biased and. Um, when a patient is supposed to have a surgical procedure, it's natural for them to expect that surgical procedure will help them and will be beneficial for them. Uh, so using placebo uh, could actually um, kind of neutralize these expectations, you know, make it more um, realistic, uh, if you want to say in terms of outcome. Uh, so of course, having placebo in surgery is not option for all clinical trials. If you have oncology clinical trial, of course, um, you cannot use placebo. Um, that's not, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, lots of people will agree on this. The other aspect, uh, of using placebo in surgical clinical trials is that uh, interestingly, more than half of the reviewed uh, placebo-controlled surgical clinical trials showed no benefit of the procedure in comparison to placebo. Uh, so this means that if you don't have a proper design uh, to show that the procedure uh, that you're recommending, your procedure or new device is actually beneficial, 
it will be a very difficult uh, um, not just for regulatory uh, agencies uh, but uh, for healthcare specialists and you know healthcare system in in general to assess if that procedure is actually beneficial or not for the patients and you know justify funding for this procedure so it is a complex, uh, uh, as you can see, it's a, a very complex um, uh, issue. So let's uh, talk about uh, what are the main challenges in conducting placebo surgical clinical trials. So that different uh, different types of issues, for example, consent related issues. Um, it's very important when you write the informed consent patient information sheet that the information is presented in a balanced way uh, and um, you manage uh, properly patients' expectations. So patients need to be clear what are the risks and the benefits of the procedure and not expect, you know, just because they're having this procedure, that means, you know, they have benefit already. Uh, and of course, if you're using placebo, it's also uh, important to, to explain why you're using placebo uh, for, for patients to understand and um, uh, to explain the risks and benefits associated with, with this, of course, and to be really clear for them uh, what they're consenting for. Um, then, of course, the, the next uh, set of issues are recruitment-related issues, as you can imagine. Um, so one part of, uh, of this is to avoid um, uh, language uh, um, which is, you know, could put off patients and uh, even surgeons, of course, uh, to uh, taking part in the clinical trial. Uh, for example, saying sham procedure or fake surgery, you know, just seeing the title could really put off people and say, oh, no, I don't feel like I want to go, go for that. They might not even want to listen anymore <laughs> once they, they see the title saying, oh, you're going to have a sham procedure, for example. Uh, uh, but another important recruitment issue is to make sure that surgeons also understand um, the reason behind using placebo and uh, how that will work. And um, of course, you can imagine that many surgeons will be reluctant and uh, uh, not really keen on, on having studies where they're using some kind of a placebo procedure. Uh, so it is important that this is discussed early on with the surgeons and also even during the design to be discussed with them and, and make sure um, it's it, it, you have the, the right design for the study. Uh, and here we come to the next aspect, which is uh, uh, study design related issues. Uh, uh, of course, the, the first point that you need to clarify, do you really need placebo? Can you do it in any other way? Uh, for example, can you have a, a natural history arm uh, or, you know, just do nothing arm where you observe the, the progress of, of the condition, if that's feasible, of course. Um, if you really need placebo, of course, then the next uh, uh, step is to, to discuss and minimize the risk uh, uh, to, to the patients. Uh, of course, this could be, you know, to have a minimal invasive procedure if possible or shorter stay in the theater. Uh, 
Um, so this is something that uh, definitely you can uh, benefit from discussing with surgeons and see how to to, to best uh, design this uh, placebo part. Um, another uh, complication in terms of design is the, the cost uh, of, of the whole thing. So if you have a placebo procedure, you know, you have to kind of mimic that you're performing a procedure. So patients need to be in the theater for, you know, specific duration of time. Uh, then you need to have, you know, a whole team like you're having a surgery. So you, know, you have the, the whole team there uh, also uh, in the theater. So y- you need to consider that you need to pay all these people for attending and, um, you know, just being there, even if they don't uh, necessarily do anything. Uh so that's, uh, um, I think, an uh, uh, important uh, complication. And uh, we should not also forget that uh, uh, lots of hospitals uh, and uh, surgeries, they, they have uh, resource issues and they're quite stretched. So um, it's important to, to discuss with uh, real-life uh, surgeons how feasible this is uh, for them and how this could, uh, you know, affect their resources. Because the last thing you want is um, uh, when there is a big log, uh, backlog of surgeries to, to keep surgeons doing nothing in the theatre, okay? So I think you, you all agree on, on, on this with me. Uh, so that's uh, uh, resources and um, uh, designing the study in a way that it doesn't waste resources uh, uh, that's a very important part of, uh, I believe, in uh, of the study design. Uh, so uh, the, the, then we come to the um, next point, uh, which is uh, what are the benefits of having placebo-controlled clinical trials? Uh, now, probably this is something that you're thinking, well, okay, uh, we've already discussed, we try to manage patients' expectations and have more realistic data if the procedure is... Uh, um, uh, good or not uh, to be used, uh, but there is also another uh, another aspect of this, and this is removing of procedures which are not beneficial to the patients. Uh, so it's interestingly in, in the review for the Aspire group, they they've um, given an example that back in two thousand and two, uh, placebo controlled trials of knee arthroscopy for osteoarthritis. Um, have shown that there is no evidence to support that neartroscopy actually is beneficial uh, to be used uh, for diagnostic of osteoarthritis. And yet it, it took 15 years for the medical community to, to acknowledge these results and, and to um, review their, their recommendations. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's still recommended, but patients need to meet specific criteria so that they can have this atroscopy. So it's not like for everyone, uh, um, what it was, um, what it was in the past. And, um, um, another thing I wanted to mention about Aspire, as I, I said at the beginning, there are two publications. So there was an initial publication in 2020. And then uh, now in 2023, uh, there is a second publication from the Aspire Group, um, which is um, providing further clarification on uh, the design of the placebo-controlled surgical studies 
and um, also they discuss the superiority of having you know procedure plus placebo arm plus do nothing arm uh, so they uh, think that this is uh, a very good way uh, of, of showing uh, the the benefit of the procedure uh, and you know to produce data that you actually need to, to show that the procedure is beneficial however they they admit that this is associated with uh, additional costs so may not always be possible to have do nothing as well <laughs> as as an arm um also they they're talk, uh, talking about uh, the implementation of procedures which have shown to be not beneficial uh and again they acknowledge that it's um, it's quite uh, a lengthy process uh, to convince the medical community that something doesn't work uh and uh, however i think it's a it's a very uh, important information from uh, from these trials especially uh in terms of you know public funded healthcare systems where you know you you try to avoid not just um, uh, exposing patients to unnecessary procedures but you also want to avoid uh, additional costs uh, which might not you know be feasible uh and for patients who uh have uh, private insurance uh and uh, they pay for themselves you know this is a, a cost for the patients as well that they need to cover um and uh, if it's something that is not helping them you know it, it it's really not uh, um, uh not not good to to make them pay for for something that's not helping them uh so as i said uh it's um uh, interesting topic uh, uh having placebo uh, clinical trials in surgery uh, studies uh definitely it's something that um uh, uh, we need to to look into and uh, uh keep up to date uh, with any future recommendations from the aspire group uh and um hopefully we'll see uh, uh a lot better uh, data uh, that will help uh, not just the health authority of course but uh, also help patients and physicians to um to make a decision what is beneficial for the patients and what is not uh and thank you for listening and uh, uh, uh hope to have uh, another interesting uh, topic for you uh, for the next post- podcast.